Hello and welcome again at Exploring the Art Market podcast. My name is Maria Batsavovenans, an IP lawyer, mediator and business writer in love with the exciting world of art. In the previous episode, I talked about mediation of art-related disputes. Today, I would like to turn to the financial side. And if we're talking finances, there is one especially gripping topic, market bubbles. In our case, art market bubbles. Are we in one? Will the art market bubble soon burst big time? Let's discuss. If you search in Google for art market bubble, you'll get more than 90,000 hits. The top of them will be literally screaming at you. Could the contemporary art market bubble burst? Is there a bubble in the art market? Be cautious. The art market could be in a bubble. And many others alike. The sentiment is actually not new. Basically, every year since the big crash of the market in 2008, some experts are warning that the art market is the new bubble and it's just about to burst. Don Thompson, in his book The Orange Balloon Dog, published in 2017, which, by the way, I highly advise you to read, writes that there are various indicators which all, quote, point to the contemporary art market as a looming price bubble. Before Thompson, there were Crouchel, Leonard, and Martellis in 2014 with their academic paper, Is There a Bubble in the Art Market? Claiming that in certain segments, we were then right in the middle of a bubble. Specifically, they were talking about post-war and contemporary and American art. Even more, several years earlier, BBC came out with a documentary, The Great Contemporary Art Bubble, also highly recommended, which named the art market the longest-lasting bubbliest bubble. Okay, we got it. Then again, we are in 2019 now, and no really big bang happened yet. Does it mean it's about to happen shortly? Or, on the contrary, does it mean that it never will? Let's go back in time, shall we? September 15, 2008. On that date, Lehman Brothers filed for bankruptcy, turning the U.S. subprime mortgage crisis into an international banking crisis and the financial crisis of 2008 as we know it now. Ironically, it was exactly September 15, 2008, when the Damien Hirst spectacular single artist auction opened at Sotheby's London. There were over 200 items which sold for a total of over 110 million pounds. As Graham Bell had it, When one door closes, another one opens. Of course, the art market was not immune from the financial crisis, as sales in the contemporary art plunged by almost 60% in the period 2008-2009. And yet, overall, the art market recuperated pretty fast. According to the UBS and Art Basel Art Market Report, already in 2010, the global art market reached the pre-crisis numbers. And a year later exceeded those numbers by $2.6 billion. To give you a sequence of numbers, it was $62 billion in 2008, $57 billion in 2010, and already $64.6 billion in 2011. Since then, there were some slight ups and downs, but nevertheless, in 2018, the global art market reached $67.4 billion. That's a gross of over $5 billion in 10 years, you know? So, why is there a concern? The 
Anxiety might be the result of the peculiarities of the market, which is ruled by information asymmetry and, consequently, imprecise conclusions. The art tactic art market confidence indicator shows that, by the end of 2018, the confidence in the contemporary art market has dropped. Again, that was far from the fall in the confidence which occurred in the late 2008, but still showing much lower confidence than it was registered even at the beginning of 2018. Moreover, last year the major auction houses boasted quite some surprising and, let's call them, question-provoking records. David Hockney pool with two figures sold for $90.3 million. Edward Hopper Chop Sui sold for a comparable $91.9 million. And the notorious claims to be the first artificial intelligence work sold at auction, Portrait of Edmond Bellamy, rendered almost half a million, as opposed to its modest pre-auction estimate of mere $7,000. Those are objectively insane numbers, and logically they cause questions as to how long can this last. Hence, there are bubble suspicions. On the other hand, as already mentioned, Don Thompson said, you only read about the successes. No one ever promotes the work that was bought for $25 million and sold for $6 million. Like, for example, at the height of the market in 2014, one of the rain paintings by Lucian Smith sold for over 200,000 pounds, while four years later, a comparable piece was sold for 10 times less that amount. It is, of course, not something that hits the front page headlines. There's nothing spectacular. Does it mean that the bubble popped? Hardly. More accurately would be to say that there was some sort of ongoing price correction. Moreover, those price corrections, they happen all the time. In the New York Times article almost 30 years ago, as of December 16, 1990, entitled The Odd Boom, Is It Over or Is This Just a Correction? Peter Ellsworth uh, cited Milton Astro saying, what has crashed in the art market is all the speculation, adding that art auctions constitute a secondary market often dominated by speculators, as opposed to the primary market of artists, galleries and collectors, where, some dealers say, prices are holding up. We're stressing again, that the big numbers everyone knows are numbers from public auction sales. Big and heavily promoted public auction sales, to be precise. This information is heavily skewed and most of the times fails to represent the actual trends of the art market in general. In October 2018, in the article at Vox, Why Art is So Expensive, Gabi Delvare rightly notes that, quote, a small group of collectors pay astronomical prices for works made by an even smaller group of artists who are in turn represented by a small number of high-profile galleries. In other words, could it be that a feared bubble is actually a small particular bubble in the small particular part of the art market? In cooking there is a term simmering, which is used to describe the state of heating when the water or food is gently bubbling but the temperature stays just below boiling point. That is to say that there are some tiny bubbles, but no overheating and no boiling. Could this analogy be used to describe the art market? Are the art market bubbles even possible? 
You see, the real estate bubble at the outset of the financial crisis, the same as the dot-com bubble and even the tulip mania of the 17th century, they were all following the classic five stages of a bubble. It starts with a displacement, when there is an excitement about the asset and it starts dramatically going up in value, followed by takeoff or a price boom, when the speculation on the future value starts, reaching the third stage, which is euphoria, and then, then comes the critical stage when some investors realize that it's time to cash out. And ultimately, the last, the fifth stage is the pop, burst, panic, whatever you call it, when everyone realizes how insane it all was and prices plummet. Even if one assumes that the art market, or better, a particular part of it, reached euphoria stage of the bubble, it seems highly unlikely that collectors would be cashing out any soon. And even more so, that the realization of insanity would lead to plummeting prices. Likewise, according to the classic definition from Investopedia, during a bubble, prices for a financial asset or asset class are highly inflated, bearing little relation to the intrinsic value of the asset. But hey, when it comes to the intrinsic value of an artwork, the bubble discussions in essence exhaust itself. People are not going to suddenly realize they were insane, they know they are. Of course, tastes, or call it fashion, change. And the perceived intrinsic value of particular artworks changes as well. But it's doubtful that this can ever be extrapolated to the whole art market. Not even to the specific market for contemporary art, only perhaps to individual artists. Here again, some artists might be bubble vulnerable, while some others are bubble proof. In the Mornings with Maria at Fox Business Channel, art advisor Michelle Cox-Whitmer, commenting on the sale of Alfred Taubman's art collection, rightly pointed that, for example, Picasso is bubble-proof. He will always be there. But what about not Picassos? The simple answer would be the market will correct itself in a while. It's indeed possible that certain young, hyped artists are not going to be there in 10 years, and hundreds of thousands paid for their artworks will never be possible to even recuperate. Though this comes down to the reasons behind the purchase of artwork in the first place. If a collector bought a piece rather because of its intrinsic appeal than because of the investment potential, even if the latter fails to materialize, so be it. On top of that, even in the case of young and hype, it's not about all young and not even about all hyped. Some of them will enter the art history and their works will still be worth a lot of money, while some others will disappear, and this is perfectly normal. So, to draw the line, I believe that no significant global bubble would probably pop in the art market in the nearest future. There might be some issues around guarantees, but this is the subject for a separate podcast. There can be some tensions resulting from an ever-increasing gap between mega-big and all the rest, in other words, there are plenty of sensitive or better heated moments, but still, personally, I don't believe in a bubble. What are your thoughts? Share them in the comment section of this podcast or shoot them all to my email address. If you liked this episode, press that sweet little like button or even better, share it with your friends, with your family, colleagues or anyone who might be interested. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Maria Boetsova-Venans.
Till next time on Exploring the Art Market.